from Los Angeles. This is the Echelon Radio Network. This is Jerry Hemsworth, and this is the Echelon Radio Podcast. And I am so tickled. Sitting across from me right now is Tyler Hamilton from Insperity. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, Jerry. Thank you for asking. Oh, good. Uh, so tell me about Insperity. I've seen that name and that company out and about um, a fair amount recently, but I want to know about the company and about what you do with the company. Sure. Um, thank you for asking. Yeah, Insperity, we were founded in 1986 by Paul mm. Sarvati. Mm-hmm. Um, it was him and uh, a small group of uh, two or three people that he, on his on his team, and they had uh, tried to do a couple of small businesses. Mm-hmm. They had tried to start a couple of small businesses and saw the complexities in the marketplace and mm. some of the problems they were facing they didn't have a solution for. Mm-hmm. So they came up with, um, actually it was Administaff at the time, um, a company called Administaff. Yes, mm-hmm. I remember Administaff. Yeah, so it was a small team, um, Paul Sarvati actually coined the term co-employment, um, oh. him and his team in the early nineties mm-hmm. and, um, they, they birthed, um, admin staff and, yeah. um, came up with this new creative solution, um, which now is the co-employment has turned into the industry of PEO, which is professional employers organization. Right. And so we actually get the uh, privilege of uh, actually referring to our CEO as the godfather of PEO. <laughs> he started the whole thing. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. So, um, and then we became Insperity in 2014. Okay. Mm-hmm. And how many is it? Is it? Na- it's got to be national, right? Yeah. So we're we're a six billion dollar company as of Ooh, today. Hello. And um, we are publicly traded. Mm-hmm. Um, we are growing. Uh, looking for that number one spot. Mm -hmm. But um, I don't know that we would ever be the largest in the country by volume. Mm -hmm. Um, There's there's another company out there that uh, is very on the tip of everyone's tongue. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. our model is to be an an enterprise level, but more white collar, white Mm -hmm. glove service Mm -hmm. for white collar type of clients. So that's really our niche within the space. Mm -hmm. Um, And um, and you know, just continuing to grow and, um, and your clients that, that, uh, you service, do they tend to be in a certain industry or a a size that you, um, you help? Yeah, definitely. So we, we say we service anyone from five to Mm 5,000, um, up to that enterprise level. Um, I typically work with companies, my, you know, to kind of, uh, bring that into a more specific number, really mm-hmm. 20 to 150 is what I'm looking mm-hmm. for. Um, mm-hmm. But really, we want to help small to medium-sized businesses, give them enterprise-level support, mm-hmm. give them Fortune 100 benefits, mm-hmm. and um, a very robust, um, extremely talented and knowledgeable service team mm-hmm. to, to help really make them grow faster um, and achieve their business objectives, whatever those may be. Right. Um and and to answer your former question, yeah, I apologize. Sure, sure. I'm no, no. I'm a business performance advisor, uh-huh. um, and that's my role. And there's we're going to have almost uh, over a thousand business performance advisors, maybe by next year or the year after, um, wow. within the company. Wow. So we are rapidly growing over a hundred offices um, throughout the country. That's in, amazing. In all states. That's got to be very exciting to be part of a company that's doing that kind of growth. 
Very much, very much so. And, um, you know, I, I came actually into the industry from commercial insurance mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, really wanted to consult and found that some aspects of insurance I felt like were being commoditized. Yes. And yes. I wanted to be really of value and, and really give the businesses all the resources and tools that they needed to grow mm-hmm. and, and have at my disposal. So that's really what got me into the PEO space. Gotcha, gotcha. There were uh, several years ago, like I want to say 15 plus years ago, we were introduced to a very small PEO uh, client. We were we were doing marketing for them. They were down in the San Diego County. Um, and I, that was the first time I had ever heard of PEO back in, you know, 15 years ago. I was not in that space at all. And I thought it was actually brilliant. I thought it was a brilliant concept. And it probably about, you know, 10 years ago, I started hearing more and more about it. And, and I can see how for small businesses, um, the employee at that time, they called it employee leasing, things like that. But I love it. That really wasn't, you know, a proper term. The co-employment dead on. I think that is really a a much better um, phrase for what Insperity is doing. But I think it's absolutely brilliant. And that must, how was it when you found, um, Insperity and you wanted to be part of that team? What was that, what was that adventure like for you? Did they find you or did you find them, um, and learning about everything with them? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. And, you know, I, I, much like you, I see immense value in what we do and and in the industry. And I feel that not a lot of businesses that actually need the service are even familiar with what it is. Right. right. And so I think, um, I I really enjoy what we do and getting to talk with all different types of business owners of all sizes. Yeah. Cause you're a people person big time. Yeah, definitely. I am. Yeah. Uh, that uh, and I didn't mean to interrupt you, but that I mean, whenever I see you, you are all. I mean, you love interacting with people. I've I've watched you, not in a creepy way. Um, <laughs> I've seen you in meetings. Yes. Um, but you really engage with people in the room, and it, that has to be a love of yours. It is. It is. I think it's always been a passion to help business owners. I didn't quite know how I was going to do that, um, how I was going to achieve those objectives, but Mm -hmm. I'm very happy with the place I'm at. And, you know, to answer your question, um, it's been a long path. I've, I've been in many different industries and actually started my career right out of high school, went into the military and went into engineering Uh and, Uh and, uh, defense work, um, and electronic warfare simulation. Oh boy. Sonar. Yeah. Um, very intense army, Navy, uh, Navy, uh-huh. and then, um, and then worked for the air force as a DOD contractor sure. at Edwards air force base. Uh-huh. Um, and that's where I did electronic warfare simulation. So really did a 180 in, in the course of my career. Uh-huh. Um, but really always had the, the fascination with business really always had a, a knack for, kind of discussing with people and kind of uncovering some of their maybe pain points without even right. really realizing I was doing right. that. And so I think this really was a natural progression for me to end mm-hmm. up here. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope that Insperity is my forever home. I mm-hmm. really, really love the culture. Um, and because we, we, in a sense, are an HR company. And so everybody that works at Insperity 
are the type of people that volunteer in the community mm. that would give the shirt off of their back for anyone. Mm-hmm. And that culture is very infectious mm. and it spreads. And nice. so it spreads within and then it also spreads to our clients. And so, um, you know, all of our clients that work with us, they rant and rave about what we can do. So I don't feel that I'm really selling anything. Mm-hmm. It's really just introducing people to a brand new concept mm-hmm. that I think really will impact them and, and make their life better. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's it's really easy. It's just, it's fun. And um, it's really just introducing that concept, educating people and allowing them the, the grace and the you know, the leeway to make their own decision. I love it. Yeah. I really love it. Yeah. I want to switch gears a little bit because you mentioned um, uh, Edwards Air Force Base, which we know is in the high desert north of Palmdale. And we were talking how, um, uh, where you were born and raised. Where were you born and raised? I was born at actually St. Agnes Hospital oh. Oh, wow. in uh, Fresno, California uh-huh. and um, spent my youth up in Fresno and Central Valley. And we were talking about what you learned very shortly after you learned to walk, it sounds like. What did you learn to do up there? So I was, uh, I'll say, born into a horse family. Horse family. Um, yeah, that uh, that was a passion of both my, my father and my stepmother uh-huh. before I was around. And so I think I was born into that culture and um, learned to ride horses before I was really jogging and running. I think, you know, after taking a couple steps, I think I got on, on the back of a horse. And um, yeah. I think that really um, impacted my life um, with the, you know, I, I love big animals and the gentle mm. spirit of, of the horse They're and so how powerful they are. Yes. You know, yes. So. And you were, um, you mentioned something, um, listener, because we were chatting earlier with Tyler and, uh, you brought up 4-H, and uh, I was a member of 4-H, but I wasn't in the horse territory. I was in the sewing and, um, you know, craft work <laughs> territory in, yes. in 4-H. Very familiar. But, but you mentioned, uh, and listener, in case you hear, we have a, a little puppy in with us today, so that's, that's baby bunny over there. She's adorable. Um, you mentioned 4-H and you, and you mentioned riding horses, but you learned a very specific type of riding and training with horses. Tell us about that. Yes. Uh, yeah. Thank you for that, that tee up question. I, um, so I started out riding just around the ranch and learning basic, um, basic horse, you know, horsemanship and, and maneuvering and things like that. And then through 4-H learned to ride English style Mm-hmm. Western style, which are two completely different styles, completely different. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, and I wouldn't recommend any, any young boys to show up in their English pants and English attire to a, <laughs> to a horse show, a cutting show across the street, which I had to do. Oh no! My parents were at a cutting show and I was leaving my English event at 4-H and showed up with my English riding pants on and, mm. and all the cowboys over there said, Hey, go put your Wranglers on, get yeah. out of those pants. Yeah. What are so, those? <laughs> yeah, no so. jodhpurs here. <laughs> so yeah. So, uh, that, that was fun. Yeah. But, um, but nonetheless, I learned all the different ins and outs of, of different styles of riding and, mm-hmm. and to, to your, to your question, um, learned how to, um, eventually show cutting horses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So it's very advanced riding, um, skill set and, um, did that up until my youth. 
And and for anybody that doesn't know what cutting is, and if a listener is watches or uh, has viewed the show Yellowstone, it's what they do with the horses, and that they feature that quite often. It's it's a very elegant and um, like like you said, mention, you mentioned earlier, it's it's almost like the horses are dancing, mm-hmm. cutting side to side mm-hmm. and digging their feet into the into the soil, and it's a it's a throwback to the way they used to um, wrangle cows. And, Correct. And still do. Yeah, yeah. So it's it has to do with um, exactly bringing the bringing the cattle in um, from pasture, mm-hmm. and you know ultimately in a in a cutting show you you take. Um, you know, a small herd of cows, maybe 15, 20 cows, and you separate right. one from the herd. And then once you get that one in front of you, mm-hmm. he just wants to get back to his friends. Yeah. And uh, once like, you get him, <laughs> once you get him out separated from the rest of the herd, you drop your hand and you're not allowed to move your reins at all. And mm-hmm. uh, the horse is extremely well-trained mm-hmm. and all your move, you're only maneuvering the horse with your spurs or with very very subtle hand gestures that if you wow. if you move your hand at all you get a reining point and yeah. um, so it's all about training and the horse does beautiful uh, footwork and um, it's it's really fun. Wow, I can't. That would that's just something. I, I grew up around horses as well, but I'd never experienced that as a kid, and I just think that would just be one of the coolest things as as a young man, you know, growing up and to see and participate in. I, I I'm in awe. Yeah, so you know that that um, is a whole lifestyle. You spend a lot of time. It's not something to you know you think you're just going to go out and spend you know a couple minutes a day or something. Right, it's right. it's a whole lifestyle. So hours. you spend hours a day, most of your weekends, mm-hmm. uh, traveling. You know, all of that goes into it. But it it is such a joy, mm-hmm. and um, to get to work with those you know, giant creatures that are so wonderful. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I've never had, uh, some people are scared of horses. I've never had a bad experience though. I think you just treat them cautiously. I, (laughs) when I was, when I was very young, I think maybe four, I was on the back of a horse and I I was so light. The horse didn't know I was there and he dropped to his knees and was going to roll. Oh yes, and so yes. my parents were like, "Jump off the horse!" Jump, jump. And so yeah, I jump off the horse, and I, I, I was, I was okay. But mm-hmm. that was the only incident where I. You're lucky. Yeah. So it other was, than that, it was funny because um, I went to Pepperdine, and at that time, Pepperdine had equestrian as a PE class. Oh wow! Um, so I was able to take equestrian, and uh, we were just out there with with my husband over the weekend, and um, I said, "Oh wow, look." It, for anybody who's driven past Pepperdine at the corner of Malibu Canyon and PCH, there's sort of like this big park. looks like a big grassy hill that leads up to the university. Well, on top of that hill, if you've never been up, there are two lakes. You don't see it from PCH or Malibu Canyon, but on top of those those grassy slopes are two um, lakes that are filled with reclaimed water. And um, many times when there's a fire in Malibu, the helicopters will, will pick up water from those lakes and, and et cetera. But um, I was, we were walking through the park, and I said to my husband, I said, oh, look, that's the lake where I almost bit it on a horse. And he said, excuse me? <laughs> and I said, well, I took a quick, we used to ride the horses around these lakes, um, and the horse slipped, and I was terrified I was going to end up in, in this reclaimed water, which was kind of... Um, pretty colors at the time. I remember. I remember. I did not want to go into that water, but um, yeah. It, 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 well, Brian still was like, 
do you realize the absurdity of what you just said? That I, I, it's another story. Um, so, <laughs> I did but, not know that. But Thank yeah, I, I have I have gotten close a couple times, and one time I did fall off a horse, and and it is terrifying. So you're lucky with what you were doing that you didn't you didn't fall. So yeah, as a little kid, I would be like, oh, I'm not coming back. I think one of the main takeaways from growing up in that lifestyle is as a young kid mm-hmm. I was pretty um, careless and wanting to just all over the place very excitable a lot of energy <laughs> um, totally different than I am now that's a that was a joke you uh-huh, can't see my face right. but um, okay so um, no but I think um, my, my parents taught me to be very cautious uh-huh. right and so that that really taught me I carried that on on my life and and I'm, I think I'm a pretty thoughtful person nowadays mm-hmm. because of that and I'm not so careless mm-hmm. like I, I might have been had I not grown up around horses so that's well, my big takeaway now you have your own little one yes yes so knowing what you did and knowing what it's like to be a father with a little girl would you put her on the back of that horse I would love to. I would love to put my daughter on the back of a horse and, and give her that same joy mm-hmm. and teach her the discipline and mm-hmm. the, you know, to be safe and to be more cautious. You know, um, I think that's a good lesson to take and carry through life. Mm-hmm. It, it's an excellent one. So these days when you're not working and say on a weekend, you've got your little one, what's your favorite thing to do with her? Well, so I live in, um, I actually live in a, in a pretty cool area in Oxnard called The Collections. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an outdoor shopping mall, and um, it's mm-hmm. a pretty neat little micro community, I'll call it. Um, and so we often will take her for walks right there around the park. We have multiple parks and playgrounds Beautiful. right there. And um, so it's, it's really funny because we live in this beautiful little community and there's tons of young families there Mm. um so we make a lot of friends with other young parents and um and there's all kinds of events and concerts at the park and fun things like that so we get to do that and i try to try to explore nature with her Mm -hmm. and um Mm -hmm. get to you know explore all the beautiful geography that we live in and the beautiful weather that we get to that we're blessed with and so we spend a lot of time outside um Mm -hmm. outdoors exploring and um, just trying to teach her the natural, the natural world. That's fabulous. So good. And and you and I were talking about you found a school for her, a preschool. And yes. what was that experience like um, for you to even just be shopping for a school for your child? So you know, as as you and I know, we we spoke about this probably six or nine months ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, funny enough, and I, I, I found out that you guys were related to Pepperdine and mm-hmm. you guys had many connections over there as well as teaching and, and wow. other things. And I said, oh, my gosh, fantastic. You can help me get my daughter into Pepperdine. You said, oh, OK, great. Is she is, is she is in high school? No, she's one. And you started laughing. Um, so that's that's where I'm at. It, with uh with you're already thinking that far oh ahead. my goodness yeah you're, you know and i i understand how competitive of a landscape years in a, you know? in advance yeah. yeah so i know how competitive uh you know of a of an area this is and yeah. and um you know i want to not that i necessarily want her to be involved and try to measure herself against everyone else mm. because i think you just have to be the best version you can of yourself mm-hmm. but i want to put her on the right track and it was very important to find the right educational system to uh, get her involved in and um, i was fortunate enough to have my um, 
a close family member, my, my first cousin, be a assistant director at a private, um, a private school in Thousand Oaks. Very lucky. And so we're going to apply in a, in a couple months here and get her, get her going for fall for next year. So yeah. she'll be in the three years old yeah. class and, mm-hmm. um, get her on the path. And so, so of course, you know, asking about Pepperdine, I asked her, well, what high school does this feed into? <laughs> she said, Oh, Oaks Christian. Oh, so, okay. okay. So there I'm, you go. yeah. So, you know, I just, uh, I have to start thinking about um, making some extra money to start yeah. saving for that. So <laughs> things you never <laughs> thought exactly, and and I think it's uh, when you when you become a parent, the things you start thinking about that you're thought, what 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 happened to me? I never thought I would be thinking about these things, but yeah. your your child becomes paramount, and yeah. what they need, and, and you want to give them the best foot forward that you can. And, um, yeah, it's, it's overwhelming sometimes, but it used to be about, you know, car upgrades or, yeah. you know, what, what can I buy a, a cool, you know, upgrade for my computer or yep. maybe a new TV and now it's yep. saving for school. Yep. So, yep. you know, and, priorities change, and, but I enjoy it. And they grow so darn fast. If only we could so stop fast. feeding them. Yeah. No kidding, right? <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, thank you so much for being with me today. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Take care. Yeah, you too. Thanks, Jerry. Echelon Business Development. More than just networking. Way more.